You're listening to Don't Leave Me. A podcast where two pretend adults chat about life. You've come this far. Now never leave. That's getting creepier. It's time getting creepier, it. isn't it? It's because I went low. You went really low. <laughs> and it's also because I said it kind of menacingly because I put the comma, like I really stressed the yeah. comma. I went, now never leave. You read it like a play. Okay, we'll, we'll try that again next week. But on this week's episode, though, we are going to be chatting about mental health. So this is a bit of a... It's more serious, serious yeah. than the last two we've done. Um, and we're all going to try and be as kind of respectful as mm-hmm. possible. Um, but we're going to have fun and laugh as well. And not laugh at people. Well, I can laugh at myself. But we I'm can not laugh gonna, at each other. I will certainly laugh at you. <laughs> I feel so supported. At least I know I'm in a safe place. You are in a safe place. Like, just to clarify, we're in my living room. Mm -hmm. It is safe. We've got Iron Brew. Um, We had apricots. Crunchy apricots. Crunchy apricots and raspberries. There's some gin for later. There is. And we have a cushion that has my dog on it. It's really sweet. As in, like, a photo of the dog. Yeah, it's not just my dog on a cushion. But that would be cute. That would be amazing. I miss my dog so much. So, mental health. So, let's talk about our experiences with mental health. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, So, throughout my life, I like to think of myself as quite a strong person. And I've gone through quite a lot, both in my personal life and in my private life as well. Um, I think, generally speaking, my mental health is quite good and strong. Um... But also, similarly, I think because I'm used to working in a really stressful work environment, because I used to work in commercial radio, and that was ridiculous, like super intense. Um, But I've usually found that in my life, it's either my work life is, is stressful or my private life is stressful. And there's only, the only times where I, I feel like, oh, I can't cope with things is when everything falls, to, falls apart in my private life. Um, and then work is really stressful too. Um, and as you all know, Kizzy, like I had mm-hmm. a, a bad experience in a former workplace um, where it was just a really hostile work environment. And I don't. I think it's 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 necessary and appropriate not to talk negatively about former employees, employers. Sorry, um, but also. It was just the worst experience of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was so stressful and such a negative experience that really... That I look upon in a positive light now because it helped me identify the type of people that I want to work with and mm-hmm. also, more importantly, the type of people I want to work with so I can have them as my mentors. So I have people in my life who I think they are great examples of how to be in this industry. Um, but they weren't that and so it was just a really negative experience and I actually ended up taking a couple of months off working whilst I looked for other jobs because of that negative experience um so yeah so I'm not a person that I would generally say has anxiety or is easily stressed like I have fake stress where I've got like work to do or applications to fill out like I'll feel stressed but it's manageable and it's I've got ways of managing fake it. stress it's just something that you can actually kind of control and deal with yeah yeah um when I feel anxiety that's like it's not pleasant and when we were talking about this before we started recording earlier uh, I started talking about the experience again and I started to feel anxious about it because it was it was such a bad experience um 
but I've kind of made peace of that now. But mm-hmm. but that's my experience. Um. So my experience, like on the flip side, I feel like Jamie has a lot of a lot of himself together, as it were. <laughs> Don't don't snore. Maybe that's just age though. I think that's age that I just I I mean yeah, you're like that. you're like what, sixty-five? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, so a I good you're a very good sixty-five. <laughs> don't look a day over sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so on on the flip side of that, um I'm I'm quite open about being very I, I don't want to say very mentally ill, but yeah, very mentally ill. <laughs> very <laughs> mentally ill. Don't, don't, don't be hard on yourself, though. But it's, it's not as bad as it used to be. Um, it is a lot more manageable now, but I have kind of dealt with this from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I had anxiety from being quite young um, and noticing that I wasn't able to put myself forward mm-hmm. as a lot of other people did and I kind of have the cliche of I was bullied and I was an outsider and Mm -hmm. all those things but I don't feel like that's kind of made me have anxiety or made Uh me have the depression I feel like that's just part of the environment yeah and I just feel like it's it's the way my brain's wired um so um cut a long story short um I got diagnosed when I was 18 with anxiety and depression after going to the doctor numerous times mm-hmm. and being told no it's your age no it's your hormones no you're fine and then doing some things that I wasn't very proud of mm-hmm. and then got diagnosed um I've been on a few different um meds I'm still on um fluxetine so the kind of umbrella term for that's Prozac okay um which is great <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> um but it's something that um, I'm in the process of having reviewed. I'm gonna go yeah. look at like therapy mm-hmm. and different things. Um, but it's something that I kind of feel like I've got more of a grasp on. But it's still something that I really do struggle yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. So let's talk about coping mechanisms. Um, so who wants to go first? I'll let you go first because I've just rambled for like forever. <laughs> Okay, so I think I worked out, and other people have identified this with me, like that I'm quite in tuned with my in tuned. In tuned. In tuned. We're starting so well. I'm in tune with my body um, to the point where, like, I'm like, okay, I need this type of food right now. Like, it is odd, but I can tell when my body's lacking protein. And so, or carbs. Mm-hmm. Like, the other day when I started to feel sick at work, it's because I hadn't eaten enough carbs that day. Yeah. Um, and so I went home and had a bowl of cereal and I felt fine. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and and I think part of that is from doing promotional work and doing the radio stuff simultaneously where I had to because I was working 12, 14 hour days. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to know what was going on with my body and, and I think I realised <laughs> I started doing exercise more out of necessity so that I looked consistently the same for promotional work. Okay, so let's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut in here. Jamie is legit one of the most beautiful <laughs> men I have ever looked at. Bless. And like Jesus Christ, just keep keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing Never it. Change. Keep on. Keep on. <laughs> but I needed to to do exercise to like maintain and be consistent. Because if you look different from photos that they were provided with, then you they'd be like, okay, you don't look like this. Yeah, it's it's the whole kind of 
Which they can appreciate why. Yeah. Like, they're paying you to be that person that they want you to be. And so that's okay in that context. It's harsh. Yeah, I suppose it's the whole, like, with women going for kind of acting or modelling jobs yeah. and they're expecting them to look a certain yeah. way. And it's, it's not a nice thing to have put on no, you. No, not at all. But then I started realising that there's exercise that I like. And so I basically started... It's quite random, actually. Um, I started doing this on YouTube. There's these YouTube videos called Fitness Blender. Um, it's this couple... Uh, oh, what's the guy's name? I'm going to say Colin and Kelly or something like that. But they're so lovely. Like, they're the most kind of, like, wholesome, uh, American, lovely people, perfect teeth, um, wonderful physiques. Like the American dream. The actual American yeah. dream personified. <laughs> they have a dog. They have a golden retriever. Oh. And they're just the most lovely people. And I feel so bad because I basically do keep fit to them while swearing profusely at them. <laughs> but um, I found that was like a good entry point into doing exercise and, and trying different aerobic exercises and weights and things like that. And now I do exercise because I love it. And I do exercise four or five times a week. I do a mixture of running, jogging, weightlifting, strength training, um, a little dash of learning parkour. Um, and that kind of stuff and it's for fun and it's because I enjoy it and I find that it kind of links up with another point that I find quite useful for for taking care of my mental health uh, which is keeping mindful Um, because I find quite often that I don't think about life whilst I'm jogging or running I it's like I'm in a state of not thinking about anything mm-hmm. and it's doing during exercise is probably one of the only times in my life where I'm not thinking with purpose because talking of keeping mindful as being a, a good way of, of looking after mental health like yoga and meditation and even for people some people as well prayer for me I am a person of faith and I do sometimes pray but is with purpose. I don't just sit there meditating. Yeah. So for me, exercise is that way of keeping mindful and just like quieting my mind and things. And also on YouTube, there's also really great yoga tutorials as well. Please say yoga in the voice. Yoga. Yoga. Because it gets so annoying because I keep saying to her to do yoga. But um, there's this woman called uh, Keeping... I think it's Yoga with Adrian. I think it's called. It's this lovely woman and she, she does like really fun yoga. And she's like... She just like says these lovely little things like... Smile, smile with your inside smile. And things like that oh. as you're doing it. And she's like, and stretch your toes, smile, life is short. And just like little things like that. That's and really nice. It's just, we live in such a digital age where you're always connected to things and, and quieting your mind and, and keeping mindful is a great way. So that's another option. Um, another one that I would say is creativity, which I think uh, Kizzy probably has this in her list I'm so as well. jumping on the back of this <laughs> when you're done, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jamie laughing into a wine glass. Laughing into a wine glass. Uh, Creativity. So I'm a really creative person. And what what I realise is that I don't really do it anymore. Like I can paint and I'm going to be one of those annoying people. No, so see her in the the music from TV. We were talking about Josh being the triple threat. I feel like Jamie is like a quintuple million threat because he can do everything. (laughs) I'm like Barbie. <laughs> I can sing. I can dance. I can do poetry. I can paint. You can be anything you want I to be. I can do everything, but really not well. Shut I up. do everything averagely. No, um, no, I am a creative person. Um, 
like I'm not very good at science or maths, but I make up for everything else, like in terms of drama and and uh, English and stuff like that, and and writing, creative writing. So I don't do painting so much anymore or things like that. But I creativity wise, like blogging, I find quite. I don't do it all the time though because I can't be bored. <laughs> most of the time. It's uh, very, oh, it it's hard work. Lot, oh, it takes a lot, doesn't it? And then yeah. you have to edit it and you're like, ugh, And then you have to promote yourself. Oh, it's so oh, stressful. No. Um, but also doing podcasts and stuff, like being creative in ways. So like you, you, so if you're thinking to yourself, I'm not a creative person, you don't need to be creative in the conventional sense of the word. Like there's other ways of being creative, like maybe interior design. Maybe you'll zhuzh up your living environment. That's one of my favourite phrases, zhuzh up. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, that's a couple of, of my options. So I'll zhuzh up now. and like zhuzh up. Um, I'm, I'm going to say on the back of creativity though. So I go to this, um, it's like a women's night that um, this collective wild and kind do. And they're amazing. And Trudy from there, I said, oh, I'm really not creative. And she looked at me, took my hand and went, but everyone's creative, just in different, in different ways. ways. Yeah, and that—that that was That's everything to me. So I'd spent ages thinking that I just was not creative because mm-hmm. I mean I sing, I don't do it very well. I sing okay. in the shower, and that's fun. Um, I can't act. I can't dance. Really? I would have thought you'd be quite good at amateur dramatics. I'm no, at- I'm really. I felt like you're really bad at compliments. Thanks. At amateur. <laughs> I feel like I'm very good at faking that I'm okay when I'm not, and that's the extent of my acting. But that's acting every day. That's. I suppose. So really, when you think about yeah. it, you can do anything. We could be anything that we wanted to be. <laughs> um, anyway, so what I was gonna go on is um so i looked at the way i do my makeup and i was like actually yeah like that's i mean if we're gonna if we're gonna talk in the drag terms that is painting yeah um but i have so much fun doing my makeup and again like we're talking about being mindful my mind's totally blank when i'm doing my makeup i'm focusing on on what i'm doing and it's on my canvas yes and it's just it's so fun um i spend a lot of money on makeup but but it's worth it though. It is because it's it's the case of I spend a lot of money but I use everything. Yeah. Um and I go through stuff that mm-hmm. I'm not using and I don't chuck it out, I give it away. So I'm the same like I have I've got a body moisturizer which is awful which I'm using and I've got uh the only body shop gel that I've ever used that I don't like but I'm still using it cuz oh I'm God. like bought it, need to mm. use it. Absolutely. Um so Jamie will tell you that my um Bathroom's oh. ridiculous because it's just full of blush stuff and makeup and everything. It's like you walk into Lush. It's amazing. There's so many it? things, so many smells. Um, but I haven't bought anything in a while, so I'm doing quite well. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, but yeah, so I have a lot of fun doing my makeup and I feel like that is part of self-care because yeah. I'm putting a wee face on. Yeah. You know? Oh, in a healthy way though? In a healthy in way. In a healthy way. You're not hiding. I'm not hiding. I am, sh- I am kind of projecting the best version of myself. And it's like, for... Ooh. That's close. It's also self-esteem. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I come into work and Jamie goes, oh, you're skinned. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Um, what else have I got for coffee? I, I am, so there's the running joke in work that I cry at the opening of a hanky. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is true. It is. Vicky calls me the human sprinkler. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do, I get emotional, but I feel like part of my self-care is letting myself feel... Yeah. 
my emotions and feeling my feelings yeah, as it were yourself. crying at babe too big in the city it's just really <laughs> sad um but it's the thing i don't i don't get i do get emotional at real life stuff but not in the way that i do when i connect to like a tv show yeah. or a film or a piece of music so i i let my emotions mm-hmm. come out with stuff like that um i've mentioned crazy ex-girlfriend in every podcast so far yes. so we're gonna keep going with that i cry at every single episode of crazy ex-girlfriend and it's so therapeutic yeah and i just i love that Uh, yeah i love it when you have a tv show where you connect with it emotionally it's like it's awesome it's a kind of like the same feeling you have when you empathize with a person and you cry with someone else yeah it has that same kind of communal absolutely there's a lot in crazy ex-girlfriend that so the situation might not be relatable, but the feelings that the person feels are mm-hmm. so relatable and you sit there and you're sobbing for the person. Yeah. Um, and I just, I get all my emotions out that way. Yeah. Um, I'm naturally quite excitable and quite upbeat yeah. and cheerful and I just, I want to keep that. Yeah. So I kind of let it all out. Whilst you're yeah. exploring it through TV Absolutely. shows and stuff. Yeah, and I'm similar in that way. Like, one of my ones is escaping, uh, but in a healthy way. So the way I would do that is, is sometimes through exercise. Like, if I'm really angry about something, I'll go for a jog. But more so with listening to podcasts and video games. So, like, I'm not focused on myself. I'm yeah. not focusing on issues. Like, um, in terms of, of podcasts, the ones that I really like to kind of just escape from my own mind is uh the guardian do lots of really awesome podcasts like about technology but also about politics as well mm-hmm. um also the new york times has a really great podcast called the daily which is really good oh you've linked me to that before that's really good and um, what about you what's your favorite podcast uh, my favorite podcast is absolutely the guilty feminist yeah it's so good i love it um deborah francis white is just an absolute genius oh she's so good um does she have a tv show i feel she needs to have one i feel like she just needs to have everything yeah you know I want, just... I want her to be the woman that has it all. <laughs> yeah, she's, you know? she's really great. Um, so um, The Guilty Feminist always starts with, I'm a feminist, but... Mm-hmm. And then something that's totally like a not confession. feminist. Which I think so cool because yeah. it's showing that you can still be all these things. And yeah, showing their people. Whatever. Absolutely. And it's also... Um, it's recorded in front of a live audience mm-hmm. and they reference this a lot in their podcasts that when the audience laughs or agrees or says anything, you're like, same... And yeah. it's like an army of women behind you. Yeah. And I think like that for anyone's really powerful that That's you awesome. have kind of a group of people that feel mm-hmm. feel the same way and can empathise and sympathise even though they're not really there. And I think other podcasts that I'm loving as well is I like a couple of IGN ones. They like they've got an Xbox one that's good. The PlayStation one, not so good these days, but that's oh, okay. And I like the kind of funny guys as well. They do video game stuff as well. And also my favourite murder. Oh, my favourite murder. Which is my I think it's my favourite podcast. That's the first podcast I ever listened to before, and it was because <sighs> so of you. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> so Thank good. you. So yeah, they're recommended podcast, so um get have a listen to them and also um tweet at them and let them know that you were recommended via us yeah guilty feminist of all of like already quoted one of my tweets and i had to lie down on the floor so if that could happen again i'd be so excited what would you do if one day you're a special guest oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so yeah escaping sometimes is necessary and i would say if you're in a family i think it's necessary to have a healthy escape as well 
and in a couple and in a relationship yeah have your so, own space yeah um my partner is a pc gamer whereas i am a playstation gamer so yes. he has yeah absolutely he has the setup in the spare room i have the setup in the living room mm-hmm. and we'll have like an hour where we're just away from each other doing our own thing escaping separately yeah and then we come Escape back together, together and that's really nice that's cute yeah so um my kind of final one would be kind of owning it same so well done high five um so i talk a lot about my mental health but in a way that it's not me so mm-hmm. i'm it's not i'm depressed or i'm anxious it's i have depression mm-hmm. or i'm feeling i'm feeling depressed yeah. i'm feeling anxious or mm-hmm. i have anxiety um but the more i talk about it the more i'm like well this is real and i can deal with it and there's more people mm-hmm. that are feeling this too and in my job as well i kind of i have at certain times a duty of care for other people so um if i can say well i'm dealing with this and Mm -hmm. someone goes oh i am as well it's helping them out because they know there's someone there that they can come to um and i find kind of owning it and like helping other people own it as well is like really therapeutic for me definitely yeah and on from what you're saying like there's there's power in words like speaking things over yourself is never a good thing but at the same time being self-aware and acceptance and being like this is how i'm feeling this is where i'm at and then making peace with that and then moving on from it Um, because i actually going back to that workplace experience i had uh, i actually during that couple of month period did counseling for a little while just to kind of talk through the experiences and the the effect it had on me and things and it was cathartic it was a really good experience Mm -hmm. for me i don't think talking about myself on a weekly basis is productive but for that i mean you talk about yourself a lot i do i do love talking about (laughs) myself it's true i do um it's it's a coping mechanism it's deflecting is that what it is it is no it is though it's because it means that people don't get to know the real me and simultaneously i don't get to know them and so that they won't leave me don't don't leave me um so yeah so counseling is always or, or therapy in whatever way that is can be useful but obviously you need to just find the right one for you yeah so. i've had um cbt therapy before for um cognitive behavioral behavioral like i can't say that word behavioral wow i can oh, say i can say it but now i can no behavioral behavioral is that right i don't know but that's behavioral. what it stands for cbt behavioral Yes, CBT therapy. Um, I had that for um, a pretty, I don't want to say like a mild eating disorder, but yeah, like I got over it, you know. Um, I had CBT therapy for that. Um, I couldn't eat in public and it started started affecting how I was eating at home. Mm. Um, So I'd eat very little and I would only eat in my room. So Um, it actually was a negative experience for you doing like therapy then? No, so... Counseling was a negative experience for me because it brought all those feelings back, and I and then they weren't processed properly. Yeah, right. so then I said to my doctor, "No, I I need something a bit more." Right. Um. So he referred me to an amazing CBT mm. therapist, and he specialised in that. And it changed it's the way I think. You get you find that quite often when, because like I I can't I'm not like a, a expert in this because I only went to a therapist for like three or four weeks maybe mine was about three months yeah so like but you do find that quite often that people say that they've had to find 
they've gone through a, di- a couple of different therapists or psychologists or whatever before they find the right one for them. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's compare notes quickly with the NHS. Shout <laughs> out to Britain. Shout out to NHS. You're really quite there. Please stay Something. part of Britain. Because it's don't, one of the best don't, things. Don't leave don't us. Leave us. <laughs> don't leave us NHS. <laughs> we need you. We actually do. Yeah, we really do. I wish everyone had their own like, national health service. Yeah, same. Like seriously though, shout out to the NHS. They're incredible. It is perhaps the finest thing that Britain's done. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like actually, we've done. We've done. I mean, many, well, many great things. Many, um, many rubbish things. Many, 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 many. So many. So many. However, the NHS is, is incredible. For sure. Um, now, on the NHS website, you'll be able to find lots of advice. Can you ask the NHS why my foot's going to sleep again? And information. <laughs> um, and they've got some tips for mental well-being. So they suggest uh, connecting with friends and people around about you. Yeah, so I find that this is a really good one for me. Um, I often, I make humour out of yeah. my mental health experiences. Jamie will... Um, attest to me having a panic attack about Pennywise the clown in the shower and I got to laugh about that with my friends and then it was real talk yeah that helped a lot so connecting with the community yeah they also actually suggest being active as well which is interesting and finding an activity you enjoy and they also suggest keeping learning so new skills can give you a sense of achievement and confidence that's interesting actually that is interesting so I am of the kind of you do stuff like that, though, regularly. I, I try. Yeah. Um, for me, a lot of the time, though, it's if I can't pick it up straight away, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it really annoys me. Yeah. Um, but I do, Yeah. I do try and read new things and learn about new things um, a lot. Yeah. Picking up hobbies is hard for me, but reading about new things is... I, I love to read, so... Yeah, it's been so long since I've done a new hobby type of thing. Oh, maybe you should try, so like, crocheting. Oh, that could be a fun follow-up episode. Oh my goodness, what, we should do a follow-up episode where we do a new thing. Like that we would go be to a so class or something. Should we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, that can definitely... Maybe we should make that the, the final, final episode of season one where we go and we go do something. Yeah, it'll be fun. And come back. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, they also suggest giving to others interesting like helping other people i think that's really nice that's nice and i suppose it's because it makes you feel more connected to the people around you yeah um, so so that supermarket the futuristic supermarket we talked about in another episode no i cannot get behind that at all might not be good for your mental health no um volunteering's really good for your mental health when mm-hmm. i lost my grandma to cancer i volunteered with cancer research uk for a few months and that really helped that's amazing and then finally, they say being mindful, so being more aware of your present moment, including your thoughts and feelings. Um, some people call this mindfulness. So, oh, they've got even audio guides to boost your mood. Oh, that's what? so nice. Thank you, NHS. Oh, love you, NHS. Love you, NHS. Um, so that's our thoughts today on mental health. Um, so if you guys are kind of feeling these things and are struggling... Um, there are places you can go for help. So in the UK, you've got um, Samaritans. So that the number for that is 116123. Or you can go on samaritans.org. And also in America, 
um, if you're listening in the States, there's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, uh, which you can phone on 1-800-273-8255. And you can find more information at their website, which is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. With both these phone numbers, though, if you just need to, to chat to someone to decompress a situation... Don't feel like you need to be standing on the edge of a bridge to phone these people. Even if you're younger, if you're in the UK and you want to phone Childline, Google them um, because they, they're they great as well. Because sometimes it's good just to kind of chat over stuff with people. To someone that's unbiased. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So, thus concludes this week's episode and we've kind of already done a tip bit into the next episode I realised because I started talking about Amazon there and that weird store yeah because next week we're going to be talking about technology which is going to be really fun and now I regret recording these out of sequence because we could have talked more about mental health <laughs> in the technology <laughs> one as well I know mm, hindsight mm, beautiful but, thing <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for listening as ever as ever um subscribe to us via anchor apple podcast and um, podcast app google play music and don't forget to rate and share the podcast as it helps people find it and as well give us a wee follow on twitter oh and instagram i love seeing those numbers go up love <laughs> love, love it. it um but i like connecting with people having a wee chat tweet us if you've listened to it so you can find jamie at it's jamie sparks and you can find kizzy at kizzy blackburn uh, also don't be put off because my twitter and instagram are private they're only private because i'm doing camp america soon and i don't want a whole bunch of random young people adding me on instagram and twitter mine's all public it, it'll be public again soon like when End you come back April? Jamie's leaving. April? No, August. No, you leave in April. Oh, yeah, so it's like the end of August, I think it is. That's mad, isn't it? Don't leave me. <laughs>